listening to Lead Defend, the podcast designed to help you grow in faith and leadership as you navigate the stages of your young adulthood. We address important faith topics and provide practical life tips, helping you build your faith as you engage in a changing culture. Here are your hosts, Seth Tucker and Ryan Scantling. Uh, hey, this is Ryan Seth. Welcome to the Lead Defend Podcast. This is our last episode of season two. Seth is crazy. We've been doing this two years. Two years. I don't know how many episodes Feels like that five. is. Uh, we don't keep count very well, but it has been two full years. Yes. And in we're, that, we're bigger than Oprah. I, that's what uh, I've heard. Yes. I mean, I, I don't have the stats to confirm it, but rumors <laughs> circulating. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> we were just talking, actually. We have some listeners, some faithful listeners yes. in China. In China. Who seem to tune in all the time and listen yeah. to us. And my so. mom in Bentonville. That, that's right. Your mom in Bentonville. My wife, which we talked about a couple episodes ago, <laughs> actually listens to the wrong podcast thinking it's us. But but they sound pretty good, too. <laughs> they, so. they sound pretty good, too. <laughs> well, in the last two seasons, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, we talked about dating. Like, how do you discern God's will in that? We, we talked about God's will. Like, how do you yeah. lead and follow? We've talked to some experts in fields. Like, how do you lead well in various stages of life? Heck, we even talked, I think, the end of season one about interviewing for jobs. Yes. And so here's the thing. You've got a new job. Yes. So since we've recorded last, <laughs> Seth, you have taken the pastorate at Jacksonville First Baptist Church in yes. Arkansas, not Florida. Yeah. Jacksonville Arkansas. First Baptist Church right here. So, yeah. So I, I did the interview process. I listened to the God, as to the God, to God as he spoke to me and my wife. And, uh, and you went and referenced all the Lead Defend podcasts on how to do those things. Well, I told them to just go back if they wanted to learn about me. Just go back and listen to the podcast. Okay, can I give you a life update? Miriam Ramirez, who was on our podcast two episodes, uh, I can't remember if that was season one or season two, but she she started dating somebody recently, and she told me, she said, Ryan, you'll never believe this, but he was saying, how do I get to know you? And she sent him the links to this podcast, <laughs> said, you listen to these two, and it'll be everything you need to know about me. So That's funny. So I that, love that. First Baptist Jacksonville, when they hired you, yeah. that, that's all they had to yeah, do. Yeah, that's all they needed. They needed the Lead Defend podcast. Yep. That's it. And there we are. I told so, them to skip over the first few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening and you haven't watched the first few episodes, you probably actually want to go back and watch the first few episodes. You know, I just got to say... Thankful that we didn't have those on video. Yes. To see our expressions and everything through that conversation. <laughs> um, so you've got a new job. Yes. So tell us how it came about that you've had a heart for churches, for pastoring for quite some time. Yeah. But how did you sense that maybe God was closing a door for you here, working yeah. with Arkansas Baptists, kind of consulting yeah. youth pastors and student ministries across the state to, man, man I want to be back on the field yeah. doing local church ministry. Well, when I, when I look at the word of, when I look at like the way to discern the will of God, and we've talked about this a number of times, um, I see we discern the will of God through his word, through our circumstances, through godly counsel and through prayer, like just how, how the Lord speaks to our hearts. Yeah. And all of those things lined up at the right time for the first time. Wow. So, um, there, so, so elaborate yeah. on the right time for the first time. Yeah. So, that may mean that you were saying, man, I was kind of praying at certain points for maybe opportunities or, but what does it mean for them to align? It's probably been about five or six years of my heart wanting to pastor a church. Sure. Um, from the day before I started, or even before I started working at the Arkansas Baptist, yeah. uh, when I was in youth ministry, I, I had a heart that I, I wanted to, uh, have the greatest amount of influence for the kingdom of God that I could. Mm. And I saw that youth ministry is awesome. Youth ministry has great influence. Um, you can change young minds, but where you really change a community is, is when you're working with the parents and wow. the adults. Yeah. And so, uh, from that time I wanted that, 
but um, I've interviewed two or three, four times for, for pastorates mm-hmm. over the last four years. And uh, every time one of those things did not align. Sure. Whether God just didn't give us a peace in our spirits as we prayed about it, or my wife was not in agreement, yeah. or godly counsel that I consulted with said, no, Seth, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's the time. Wow. And, and when God lines up all four of those ways that he speaks about his will to us. Okay, and remind us those four again. Yeah, uh, it's God's word. Yep. Godly counsel. Mm. Uh, it, it's uh, desires of your heart. Yeah. And it's um, through prayer, the yeah. way that your spirit feels and the way he speaks to our spirit. And in all of those things, when they lined up, we knew it was time. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's it's really just been awesome because... I've never really been a guy who, when God spoke to me about something different, something new, that I've had like a passage of scripture that really led me there. Wow. But this time I did. Really? I did. I I was not expecting that. I really wasn't because I've never had that need. It's crazy when Uh, you start reading the Bible how God like speaks to you. You start reading the Bible every day and you're going to hear something. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, I I was studying in during the early stages of the coronavirus through the wilderness wandering, right? And we talked about that. Talked you about talked that. about how God has taught you some things through through COVID. Absolutely. And at the end of the wilderness wandering is Joshua chapter 3, where Israel leaves the wilderness, crosses the Jordan River, mm-hmm. and they go into the promised land. Yeah. And I've preached that passage five or six times. And I was telling my church this, uh, not this, not yesterday on Sunday, but the, the week before. And when you watch this, I don't know how many weeks it'll be. But the idea that... Uh, I didn't realize God was using that passage to speak to me wow. about he has something new. Because in that passage, we, we see that God has a, something new that he is leading mm-hmm. us toward. And I didn't realize that was his word for me at the time. Yeah. And so when I started uh, getting calls from their search committee and wanting to hire me, yeah, I was like, wow, I, it all kind of came together. Sure. Yeah. So you've been on the field at First Baptist Jacksonville preaching Three weeks now. You started three Sundays. You started Easter 2021, yes. and so you've been there three Sundays. I imagine there's all kinds of feelings of yeah. being overwhelmed, of being excited. So how do you process that? Like you're starting in something new. I, I want to talk about how you finish well in one thing, yeah. but then how you start well in another. Yeah, yeah. So t- tell me first off, what are you feeling three weeks in? So <laughs> there's an innate desire to, and I'm going to be really transparent because yeah. that's what I, that's what sure, that's always sure. been about. Uh, I spoke third person there. That I, felt I, so weird. Yeah. I was going to call <laughs> that out, so but sorry. I thought, man, he's leaving. Like, I don't, I don't want to be that punk right at the end. <laughs> I, now, I apologize. Now that Seth's got a big job, we call so him a third person. So, so sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've always been transparent, but there's this innate mindset that I've, I've dreamed about this for a long time. And I have realistic expectations sure. for what it's going to be like, but when you dream about something, you, you you plan out strategies and ideas of how you're going to move forward and accomplish what you know God's called you to do. Yeah. And and I know in my wisdom, in the wisdom that God has spoken to me through people that I've talked to and things that you don't just roll in as a as a new leader mm-hmm. and and just change everything. Yeah. But there's also this heart desire to do that. Mm. And so I just have to keep telling myself, slow down, slow down, sure. slow down. Sure. <laughs> well, and it's something like uh, churches, organizations, 
it take a little while to shift, yes. you know? And it's not that you're saying things need to drastically oh, yeah. shift all at once, yep. but... One of my best friends owns a Chick-fil-A, okay? Yep. And he's he's getting a new restaurant, starting mm-hmm. opening it up in Little Rock in June. And, uh, and, and he and I get together and we talk leadership. Sure. Like once every two weeks, three weeks, something like that. And we just have breakfast and talk. And even in business, the same thing is true. Like you can't just roll in and impose your will on, on something. You've got to learn people. You've got to learn culture that's already established. And then you've got to see what in, in, and for a Christian, even in business leader, you've got to see, uh, what does God want me to actually do? Sure. And, uh, and that's, that's true in church work. That's true in business. Yeah. Um, God is going to speak to you about how things are going to go. Well, and a lot of that's where God-given vision comes in yes. because if you have like that vision of a desired future, yeah. it means, all right, I, I know where God's leading. And so I can make these incremental changes or implement these things along the way to get there. So, yep. But you just do it slowly yeah. because you need to know people first. Like it's one thing to roll in and want to lead in the direction that I would like to see it go. Sure. And it's another thing to lead in the direction that is needed. Yeah. And because I think you brought up a good point. You're leading people. Yes. You're not just leading a thing. You're yes. leading people who have lives and, yeah. and love that church. And, yeah. and you're called first and foremost to lead them. Yep. So, so tell me, how do you go about finishing well? Uh, you served here yeah. at Arkansas Baptist for four years. Is that right? Yes. Um, so just finished four yeah. years um, at the time you took the call to Jacksonville. Yeah. So what does it look like to finish some things well? And, and then after you finish well, how do you start well? I think finishing well, finishing well is really tough because, yeah. I mean, we all know everybody that has had any sort of career transition sure. or whatever it may be, uh, your, your heart is ready to move forward, yeah. but it, it, it takes a conscience, a conscious effort, uh, to say, I'm going to finish every task that's on my plate. Yep. And to say, when uh, your heart's already, let's be real. Your yeah. heart's already starting to get drawn. It's somewhere elsewhere. else. Yeah. It is. Um, but I'm going to consciously finish every task that I've been handed. Yeah. Um, like for instance, when I was leaving, I still had an article I had to write for the Arkansas Baptist <laughs> news. Okay. And I waited and waited and waited. We love the Arkansas Baptist news, oh, but yeah. we don't really love writing the articles. The articles, so. the articles take time and then you have to get them proofread. And sure, I mean, sure. it's, you know, it's fun. Um, and so, uh, I had to write an article and, uh, and, and I just kept putting it off, putting it off. Mm-hmm. I knew when the due date was. And I said, said, I said to myself, I, I, have you seen Boy Meets World? Oh, yeah, yeah. When uh, the oldest brother says, I said to myself, Brian. And he said, your name's not Brian. He says, that's what I call myself. <laughs> so I said to myself, Mark, you need to, uh, you need to finish that yeah. well, you know. And so I started to, to write my article, and I finished it. But um, I, put in my, I put in the effort that, that I needed to put in. Mm-hmm. And I would just say to anyone that's going to be going through any transition, like to finish well just means be faithful to accomplish what you promised to accomplish. Yeah. Um, wow. Your heart is probably already elsewhere. Sure. But just be faithful to accomplish it. Remember also that um, relationships are the only things that last forever. Yeah. Okay. And so on your way out, even if things were hard or difficult, wherever they were, which it wasn't here. I love my sure. time here. I love everybody here. I, the reason we were late taping today was I was talking to everybody. Upstairs. Hanging out. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
But remember, even if it was a hard time at your current employment and you're looking for something new, finish well because relationships matter. And so love on people, encourage people, um, accomplish your task. But, but remember, it's everything that we do is about people. Let's, let's say you're, you're in the service industry, you're working at a hotel. You're not, you're not just providing a clean hotel room. You're providing an experience for people mm. that are trying to stay in your hotel. So there's always everything that we do breaks down to people. Yeah. So, so we're talking about finishing well, and yeah. and I think you're right. A lot of people leaving from one thing to the next sometimes just has this negative filter over it. Like mm -hmm. leaving has to be bad, but leaving doesn't have to be bad. No. In, in fact, you talk about celebrating the experiences, the people, the things that you've got to do. Yeah. What are some of the things that you've most loved about getting to serve here the last four years? Um, I met two twofold i think if i can really like in my mind that's going a thousand directions right now two things that i've really loved the most about working at the arkansas baptist yeah is i've met people that i never would have met sure and uh, i grew great relationships yeah um and secondly i've watched great leaders at work and so mm. no matter where you're at or working if you're listening to this watching this whatever i would just say Anywhere that you're working, you can learn something by just watching leaders. Wow. You might you might not be like let's say you're the fry cook at a McDonald's. Watch your manager. You can learn whether they're a good manager or a poor manager. You can learn from them. Um, always be watching people hmm. that uh, are in leadership or just people that are good at their job because you can learn something from them. And so I learned a lot just by watching some great leaders here at the Arkansas Baptist. Um, now, now implementing things that you learn is a whole other thing. <laughs> it is. And now's the time for that. <laughs> yes. Like you've had the opportunity to be around all these great leaders from across yeah. the state. And now God's called you to be one of those leaders in the state, which is pretty exciting. It's a, it's very exciting. It is. I mean, um, everything that I was told about pastoring is true. Yeah. And you, you already know that in the first three weeks. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like. You know, Seth, we, we did a couple episodes on marriage. Yes. It's kind of like you hear marriage advice. And when I started yeah. recording this, I wasn't married. <laughs> you were. And then I get married and I'm like, whoa, people can tell you that thousands of times, but until you experience it, yes, it's, it just doesn't hit you like yeah. it did when they told you. That person that you've been dating that you're infatuated with will one day make you so angry that you just want to scream in the garage. <laughs> scream in the garage. <laughs> And if you don't have a garage, if you're living in an apartment, yeah. just go way far out in the parking yeah. lot. Don't let your spouse hear you yell. <laughs> Good stuff. So so how does that relate to the church? Don't let your church hear you yell? Like you have to go into the inner closet in the office? And I do have one. Oh. Uh, that some people ironically uh, call it the Holy of Holies. Yep. Uh, but the inner sanctum. I have an office, and then I've got a, a, a study back mm. behind my office. Um, That's great because if you didn't know this, not here at the Arkansas though. Baptist State Convention, Seth <laughs> had half of a closet, half of a closet so, for an office with no windows. No, it, it was a point of conflict for uh, <laughs> for me and my leaders uh, because I told them I need sun. Uh, I'm a, I'm a man that needs some vitamin D. Okay, and I. I <laughs> I can tell you. So after four years of not getting that, yes. you now have an office. Yes, so. I now have an office, uh, but but I would have to go in. My joke was always with my boss here at the state yep. convention that I'm going to come in his office, which has windows, and I'm going to take my shirt off so I can get some sun. <laughs> 
Mm. And there are video cameras around here, so uh, hopefully we have a recording of that somewhere we yeah. can find and link in. So yes. we're going to work hard on that. <laughs> so, okay, so we've talked about finishing well, but when somebody finds that God's yeah. placed them or led them somewhere else, how do you start well? Like, what are the couple things that you were thinking as yeah. you transitioned into this role at First Baptist Jacksonville? Yeah. Like, these are the things that it takes for me to start really well. So twofold. One is I have tried and I will continue to work on just getting to know my staff well. Yeah. Um, as a leader, um, my first job is to lead other leaders. Sure. And so um, I, I am learning my staff, learning their families' names. Uh, my my children are becoming best friends with some of my staff's children. Tonight, I'm having dinner with uh, a couple of my staff members and all of their family, yeah. and we got eight children and six adults that are going to be present. It's wow. going to be a, it's going to be so crazy. We, everybody knows who's running the show. It's them. It's the children. Yeah. Yes, no doubt. Um, so that's that's one thing. Another thing is, um, I am, I I'm trying to find little ways to get a like. Uh, to, to have extended conversations with people in the church. Yeah. So like, uh, I invited uh, a man in the church who's retired to come help me paint the trim in my home. Wow. So free labor, that's a win. Sure. Sure. But I also know more about a guy named David than I ever would have yeah. known if it was just me seeing him on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I mean, if you could pick up on, I mean, it's all about people yeah. starting well is, is like leaving well. You, you want to continue to foster and encourage great relationships with people, but you also want to learn the, the, the culture that's already been established. Sure. Most people don't start a job and they walk into something that's brand new. Mm. It's been existing long before you came. Sure. And so you've got to learn them as much as they got to learn you. Yeah. Um, it's not about imposing my will. It's about opposing uh, the Lord's will that it, uh, on, on whatever goes on. And, uh, it's so funny. Some of the things we've talked about just pop up as, as we're, as I'm doing this. So yeah. like, uh, what I've told them many times now is where the Lord will lead us. I won't be the only one to hear it because mm. we all have the same spirit of God within sure. us. And I said, if God is leading us somewhere, people that are listening to him will hear the same voice that I hear. At the end of that, do you say, and for more information on this, go to Lead Defend podcast episode number. I will. Okay. I need to. That's that's hey, what needs to happen. Yeah, I don't even go. know. We don't know what episode number. No, it is. no, that's we don't. We don't keep up with that very no well. No idea. Uh, did we even number episodes? You know, I think we made a conscious decision not to do that. We should have gone with Greek letters. Mm. So this is episode alpha, or I don't know what it would be. Yeah, we have a great person behind the camera, Sarah, who works on yes. all the dirty details for that. So so thankful for you, Sarah. Sarah, thank you, thank you, Sarah, and and I. We haven't said it yet, but this is my last episode. This is your last one. This is it. You're going to uh, fade I'm off done with you people to the horizon, and it's going to be glorious. Like, not because you're leaving, but because no. you can say bye well. And but because I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're awkward. <laughs> um, and because you, you get to start something fun. Like, we get to celebrate you starting something awesome. Yes. yes. Um, if you're so, in the central Arkansas area and you don't have a church home, come visit us at First Baptist Jackson. Hey, service times are? <laughs> service times are 9 a.m. and 10.30 And they can find information at what website? At fbcgo.com. There you go. So <laughs> I, as you think about this starting well, you said, hey, focus on relationships. You, you talked a That's lot about- That's my first plug on this podcast. Nah, That's awesome. Nah, nah, I know. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. You, you may as well be a guest at this point. You're no longer hosting. You're just That's a it. guest. Yeah. So where's my gift? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, we, did, we didn't put that in the budget there. Maybe First Baptist Jacksonville can give us some money so that yes. we can gift you something. Yeah, we'll just designate money towards the Lead to Fin podcast. Hey, I, I, I wouldn't complain. So you talk about starting well is all about relationships. You talk about taking change slow and kind yeah. of thinking through that. Like, yeah. as God speaks to you as a church leader, he's yeah. also confirming and affirming things yeah. within church members' lives. Um what do you see as you look forward? What are the things you're excited about a lot? But what are the things that in your gut you're a little bit, oh, man, I'm fearful of this. I'm anxious of this. This scares me about starting something new. Because let's be honest. Yeah. This podcast, ton of young adults listen to who are in the middle of transition. Yeah. And transition is scary. Yeah. And so tell us some of that side of things. So when we take podcasts, there are things that I say that don't need to go on the air. Sure, sure. And uh, and Sarah is very quick to edit them out. Yep. She's great Thankful at her for job. That. Thankful for Sarah. Uh, I don't have that anymore. Yeah. And so um, I I have to just guard my my mind and, and prepare and think through what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Because um, I mean, mm. even in this episode, I've stumbled a couple times and and you know <laughs> I, I called myself in third person or whatever it may be. Right. Sure. We're not uh, editing that out. We're not, but it, we leave it in, leave it in. Uh, but the idea is, uh, you know, you just got to be careful, um, cautious, because I don't remember what the question was. What, what things are you hesitant about? <laughs> yes. What things scare you transitioning into a new role? Yeah. Um, some things that scare me are just the weight of pastoring. Yeah. And I know this isn't specifically, uh, like, probably directly correlating to the lives of our listeners. Mm. Um, some of them may pastor, but most of them probably won't. Sure. But there's a lot of weight because a pastor, um, so if you have a pastor, give them some grace if they say something or do something that you don't agree with or like, um, because there's a lot of weight to fostering and encouraging the growth in the souls of humans. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's like as a parent, I'm responsible for the upbringing of my children. As mm. a pastor, I will be held accountable by God for what I did to encourage the growth of the souls of humans. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of weight to that. Yeah, and uh, that's part of why I've got some medical problems right now. Probably, mm. uh, I'm on a heart medication, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, I really think it's probably not that, but the, it's a weighty job. Yeah, and. Uh, and leading people, no matter where you're at, it's a weighty job. Um, I know business owners that they have a hard time sleeping at night because they know that decisions that they make may determine if someone mm -hmm. feeds their kids. Wow. You know, I mean, that's yeah. weight. It affects other people. And like so, how you lead and yes. how you guide and shepherd affects not just the folks in your church, yeah. but the folks that they're reaching and yeah. that they do life with. Yeah. And, and so it, it, what I would just say is, is the hardest thing or the scariest thing is just leading people in a way that, you know, the, the weight of what you're doing. Sure. Um, so it slows me down though, knowing yeah. that what I do is very weighty. Wow. It slows me down and that's good. No, knowing that this is a weighty role that you're going into, and yeah. that's not to minimize the role that you're leaving, but yeah. a weighty role that you're going into. Um, and, and there's a lot that you could be stress filled about and anxious about, mm -hmm. So how has that changed, sharpened, strengthened your faith? Um, so 
So yesterday we had uh, what we called an installment service. Yep. And uh, a man in the church, an ordained man in the church, uh, who's pastored before, um, basically gave a charge to me and to the church mm-hmm. and asked us to do like a call and response promise yeah. of us fulfilling our duties. But the way to, the, the job of pastor, um, my first and foremost purpose is to walk closely with Jesus mm-hmm. so that I can lead the church. Yeah. Um, the second is to lead my family well. And then thirdly is to lead the church well. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I guess the way that I battle that weight or I prepare myself to carry that weight is I've got to walk with Jesus. Mm. And uh, if I don't, um, if I don't, then <laughs> how can I possibly lead people yeah. to do the same? So mm. that's a good word. Yeah. That's a good word. Uh, your family, you're painting your house, you reference, yes. you're getting ready to move and transition, looking for houses in Jacksonville. And I tell you, the market is crazy right it now. Is. Any of you all that have graduated college recently, you may be looking for a place to live, rent for a little while. Yeah, okay. it, it is crazy. Um, so so just as we kind of transition off your yep. last episode with us That's on it. Lead Defend, until you come back as a guest. Um, Give me a few months. <laughs> okay, until you come back as a guest. Um, your last episode. What are the things that we as, as a Lead Defend family can be praying for you about? Just pray for um, for wisdom. Yeah. Uh, pray that the Lord protects my family because um, pastors get attacked by the enemy, by sure. Satan. And uh, so that the Lord would, would guard us, that would, we would walk closely with him and not veer from his path. Yeah. Um, and then... Just pray for favor with the church mm. and with the community of Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, no matter what, uh, no matter what direction the Lord leads us in, I have a burden for us to reach lost people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, just my passionate heart. That's the passionate heart of the Southern Baptist Convention, like yeah. all churches that are Southern Baptist. We want to see lost people come to know Jesus, and so I've already instituted this idea of how to reach our 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 neighbors. Yep. Is to is prayer, care, and share. Mm. We're going to pray for our neighbor or whoever it is that the Lord has put on our soul. We're going to meet a need for them. We're going to care for them. We're going to meet a need in their life, and then we're going to share the gospel with them. And so um, I don't remember how that pertains to the question, but pray that we have favor within the community um, so that when we pray for our neighbors, when we meet needs in their lives and we share the gospel, that they'll they'll have open ears. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. So I trust that you're going to continue to lift Seth, his family, up in prayer. Uh, man, lots of excitement, transition. Uh, and that means that this is Seth's last episode with us. Uh, and this is our last episode of Lead Defend Season 2. Season 3 will come to you right at the conclusion of summer as we start into a new school year in 2021. It's going to be awesome, exciting, and we can't wait to introduce to you our next Lead Defend podcast host. It's going to be good. Seth, any farewell message? I feel like I should have had like a fun mustache or something for this. You have a mustache literally on your face right now. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's a beard, but no, Hey, I, I've enjoyed thoroughly spending time, uh, with Ryan and Sarah and, uh, a few other people that have been involved in the producing of this podcast, but for our listeners, um, just continue to serve the Lord and follow him. Well, good stuff till next time. This has been lead defend. That's it for this episode of lead defend. Until next time, check out our website at leaddefend.org for details on the next Lead Defend conference or shoot Seth and Ryan an email at leaddefend at absc.org. If you want to help us out, rate and review Lead Defend on your podcast app. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 
Thanks for listening. Now go lead. A podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention.